message to my unborn. It's a cold world, even when the sun's warm. Only put our hands up when they guns drawn. They simply don't feel us. They want to put three in our chest like the hiccups. Young, black, and gifted, and they still judge me. I could give a damn as long as my daughters love me. Bridges burn, you can hear it in my cadence. Tell a man the truth, he quick to say that you hate him. Best they think out. it happens overnight. Now I take patience. These women come forth, family God's in his paper. Never judge before you love. Guilty before innocent when you the same color as us. German engineering when I steer it. Always run directly towards it, even when you fear it. The stress get heavy, especially when you near it. I'm talking about your goals, and when you feel it in your soul, you close. Hey, son. Yo, shout out to Jers. Shout out to Slim, a.k.a. Slim Mucho. A.k.a. Lil Bro. A.k.a. Jers. Jers. And welcome to another episode of the Marlin vs. Marlin podcast. And I'm your boy Marlin. And I'm your boy Marlin. Join us as two childhood <laughs> friends go back and forth, argue, debate, Fight, sometimes maybe even agree on everything from sports, pop culture, and everything in between. On today's episode, we got live calls, the whole episode front to back. Oh. So, um, you know, we've, we've been, appreciate all the support. Chad, we're going to get you on soon. So, uh, you know, just appreciate all the support, all the love. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can uh, follow us, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and listen. But uh, yeah, we're about to get into these, uh, these calls. Our first guest. As you can see, I got the Aztecs jersey on throwback. There you go. Um, you know, we used to, I don't want to say smash you guys, your 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 class, but, you know, Ooh, 05. The Aztecs? No, the Highlanders. Oh, my gosh. Still can't even I'm just nothing. I'm just going to throw that out there. But without further ado, one of my good friends all the way from Germany. This man woke up at, at 2 a.m. just to be on his live with us. So, um, you know, glad to see him a part of the... A part of the uh, podcast, and uh, yeah, man, welcome, man. How you doing, Richie? Rich, what's up, dog? What's up, my man, Marlon? Marlon Williams. Yeah, that's right. That's right. MP3 was good, dog. Was good, bro. How you been, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, you still need to sign my jersey, man. I mean, I'm. I don't. I have to tell you so many times. It's gonna be worth a lot of money someday, man. So I'm. I'm... I didn't even know you had it. You stole it. Hey, hey, no lie. Right before we right before we called you, I said, Man, I gotta ask Richie for a jersey for the man cave, bro. I got I got Malcolm uh, sending me one, Lance sent me one. I need one of yours, man. I don't care what where it's from, what country, what if it was college, whatever, I need one. But now I know he had to steal it. I got you, man. Morning, little morning. Well, hey man, you, know, that you, you gotta you gotta be you, you gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, first off, before I uh, want to get into anything, I know that you were actually very close with Major Mooch. Um, you know, you were. If it wasn't for really you and your relationship with him, I would have never met him um, so early as I did, and I knew him back when he was just Major, and then from there he. You know, got all his nicknames and everything. So, if you can, just please, just, just tell everybody what you know he meant to you and some of your best memories of of Mucho. Man, I know Major since 
he was about six years old. Yeah. Um, he played on my mom's basketball team. She was a coach at Spring Valley Rec, and, you know, he was on her team. You know, and then my mother and her father, his father, you know, became really close friends. We started playing Pop Warner together. His dad used to pick us up every morning on the weekends, you know, take us to games. And, you know, he lived right up the street from me and, you know, Spring Valley Mooch. So if yeah. you lived in Valley, you know who he was. Exactly. You know, and, you know, him playing basketball on my mom's team since grade school and everything like that. We were more like family than we were friends. And, you know, of course, you guys know what he meant to the community. So, you know, rest in peace, Big Mooch, Major. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough one, man. Yeah. Even being far away, I was able to feel the energy, you know, back home. You know, everybody sending their condolences and, you know, trying to live their life, you know, through Mooch and, and, and for Mooch, man. So yeah. rest yeah. in peace to Mooch and condolences to his family and everybody that was affected by his death. Yeah, for sure. You can't you can't mention Spring Valley. You can't say you, you spent some time there. Are you from there if you don't know Mooch? That's a fact. That's Boots. That's yeah. the first name you dropped when you go to Spring Valley. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was crazy. I know major. I know major. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because uh, Huss was over my house. He actually was out here for his daughter's cheerleading um, thing, and we had just talked and everything. And, and I just told him, I said, I, I think it's it's good that you, Manny, Mooch, um, and D. Big, you guys all stayed so close throughout the years and stuff. And he was just like, yeah, like those are like, you know, they, they, they just my brothers. And so it's just kind of crazy. And I know him and him died. Just all the people that were very close to him, they definitely are, are, are feeling it. But and mom, too. Can't forget, you know, moms and everything. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely like hit the community pretty hard. And, and like I said, it wasn't for you. I, I'm sure I might have knew, knew of him, but, you know, we, we used to kick it with him, you know, like in high school and stuff. So, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. And, and most importantly, condolences to, you know, his brothers, yeah. his mother, and, and his father, man. And, you know, the three of us being fathers, man, that's absolutely the worst news you want to get. Is right. You, your child didn't make it home for yeah. whatever reason. Right, right. And, yeah, so, you know, condolences to his, his siblings, direct siblings, and right. his yeah. mother and father. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So we have. Um, I, I had a request from a, from a friend, and he he heard that you were coming on, and he wants to hear your top five favorite basketball players of all time. Now he just told me right now that it was Aztecs it was actually Aztecs, but I I didn't get that that memo of the Aztecs. I thought it was just players of all time. So if you can shoot off the top of the dome your top five favorite Aztecs, you know, cool. If not, you could just do the top five play, favorite basketball players of all time. Shoot, I, I'll, I'll go Aztecs. Okay. Um, number one for me is, it, it's no particular order. Right. I'll just go five. But I got Brandon Heath for sure. Heath. Yeah. Brandon Heath. Yeah. Marcus Slaughter. Yeah. Lorenzo Wade. Zo. Uh, Malcolm Thomas for sure is in there. Who is that, four? And, and you got it. I, I think I already know who your last one is. Me? Yeah. No, no, not you. Kawhi. Oh. <laughs> I would have said you. I would have said you. I mean, you make a, you make a good six. I mean, you can't you can't forget Kawhi, man. So. Uh, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But but I mean, and, and I mean, there was a ton of greats. You know, you got you got DJ. I mean, there's a ton of greats that that you know came through San Diego State. So. Yeah, 
Brandon Heath, I, I'm, there's no surprise for me that that was the first name. Brandon Heath was a bucket. Yeah. And he was probably, he was probably what, two, three years older than you? Because he was a year or two older than me. And I used to watch him play, man. He was, he was, he was from right up the road. Yeah, he was he was a junior my freshman year. Okay, yeah, so he would have been a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, but uh, these playoffs is getting ready to start, man. Uh, if, if you can just put anything on, like, what team do you think could come out of all this? We see what Damian Lillard's doing. You, you can't count out the Lakers with LeBron, and, and then you, you see what the Bucks have done all year. Is there a team that sticks out to you that you think could win it all? That could win it all. So, of course, man, you got the, the two in the West. You got the two teams from L.A. Yep. Um, I think the Rockets have a small chance, you know, depending on what seed that they get and who they end up matching up with. You know, they can end up – they can beat anybody on any given, any given night, you know, but I think the Clippers going to be a super tough matchup for them. Yeah. You know, They're so deep. They got too many people they can throw at Russ and, and Harden, you yeah. know, to at least make it hard on them and put right. them guys going to have to play defense on both ends. And to beat them seven games is going to be tough. But I think surprise, I, I like to, you know, my hot take would be Portland. Yeah. You know. I'm nervous, man, about this. This yeah. round one, I'm nervous because you don't, Rondo could come back. We don't know when. But you got A.V. Bradley, the guy that, the probably the one guy on that team that could hold, uh, I don't know about, he can at least hold to his best ability. Make it uh, tough. Yeah, Make yeah, it for, for the two guards. So, I mean, KCP, yeah, here and there, J.R. Smith, no. LeBron's not holding either of those two. So, I, I just look at the matchups, and those two matchups, We I don't think we have anybody that can consistently, I mean, Caruso, yeah. What, what I'll say about that matchup, though, is the one thing the Lakers do have in their favor is they got longer guys they could throw at them. So everybody that they're going to throw at them, aside from a Quinn Cook, is going to have a height advantage and a reach advantage on those two. Mm-hmm. So even though they're not going to, they're not going to stop them from. They go get thirty. You know right. what I'm saying? And really in that matchup, you got to make sure nobody else goes off on you. Can't let Melo have twenty. Yeah. You can't yeah. let he's Nurkic, been playing good. You can't let Durkis get eighteen to twenty five on you because mm-hmm. then now if Dame go for forty, it's a, it's a wrap. Or <laughs> now if CJ get hot, it's a wrap. So that, that, that's what I think the kid is. I think the kid is CJ, you mm-hmm. know, because we've been raving about what Dame is doing, but CJ has been sleepwalking. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. You know, he can't throw a rock in the ocean right now. Yeah. And in order for Portland to do what they're supposed to do, CJ got to do his job because I'm afraid that Dame's going to get burnt out. Yeah, it's possible. He's playing NBA Finals intensity right now in the playoffs. I mean, 61. (laughs) Just to get in. Just to get into the playoffs. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. it's interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely see how it all plays out. I think we were talking about it earlier. Portland needs to – they got to win out to get in, essentially. And then you got that play-in game. So, I mean, the East is already set, but we got to see what's going on with the West. So – um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But um, uh, yeah, other than that, man, you got anything else you want to say before we? Uh... I, I got a oh, question go for you, man. Before you get out of here, who's the best guy? I know you done played in a lot of different leagues around the world. Played at um, in the Mountain West. Uh, who was the best guard that you played against as far as college and pro ball, or maybe hey, played uh, with? What is this? What was his name? It's like a Puerto Rican cat. Something. Scotty Machado 
where do you go to school at? I want to say he went to like North Carolina or something like that. But it's between him and college. Patty Mills was tough. Patty Mills was mm. a problem. He was so damn fast, it could change direction and stop at the dime. I was looking at him like, when is his knees going to get out? Because <laughs> he was running that fast and being able to like Reggie Bush out there. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, those are probably the two. Because most guys I play against are, are bigger than me, so they're not necessarily faster than me. So right, the toughest right. guys that I have guarding are you know, the ones that are quick like me. And it's, and remind me, now it makes sense why people get angry when they have to guard me. Yeah, why well, you're <laughs> such a hard guard, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, damn, let me give him some space so he don't run right by me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Those two guys, man. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, shoot. That's what's up, man. We appreciate you for coming on, man. And uh, you got any last words before you get out of here? Hey, I'm proud of y'all, man. I'm really proud of what y'all doing. I watch, I'm tuning in every week. Little Marlon be on my ass about it. (laughs) You know? Hey, he be on mine, too. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, last thing, too, man. Hey, put the stuff on YouTube. I like to watch it in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee and breakfast. Hmm. You know. Hey, did he put you up to this? Nah, for real. Because I'll be, I'll be texting him, telling them. Because I, I feel like I can, I'm engaging with y'all. Like I'm in the room with y'all while I'm sitting out eating breakfast. Right, you know, right. watching it on YouTube and stuff. That's what's you up. Know, That's but, what's other, up. But, other, but other than that, man, I'm proud of what y'all doing. I love y'all, man. And y'all the only people I'm waking up at two thirty in the morning to do a podcast hey, show before. Hey. I, I, I appreciate you, man. Real. We appreciate that, bro. For real. Love. I'll, I'll be calling you next week to wake up again. <laughs> not, not next week. We're not going to do it back to back to you. Like yeah. That. But I'm going to hit you, man, about one of them jerseys. I need one, man. Whether I got to I gotta go home and see Raymond Ford or what, I'm going I'm to make it, try to make it happen. I got you, bro. For real. All right, man. All right, man. Appreciate you All coming right, on. Care. All right. All right. Man. Shout out to Richie. And he ain't lying. He was one of the hardest people I had to guard. And I'm talking about, I would rather, this This might sound crazy to some of y'all listeners uh, that don't know Richie. Richie was a harder guard for me to cover. Well, but you're also, but, but you know. But what I'm saying, then Russell Westbrook and Darren Collison on that UCLA team. I would rather guard one of them two any day right. than Richie Williams. No lie. Just because it was a size thing with them. And, like, Darren Collison was a good matchup for me. Russ was way more athletic, but even then. Right. I'd rather guard any of them over Richie. No lie. I mean, he's – he's. I mean, I've seen him pretty much his whole career. And, and just to see the way he is just, just quick, he can shoot, he can do this and he can do that. My dad had the biggest issue because when he was at San Diego State, and, and this is his words, you know, Fisher didn't allow him to be Richie. He didn't allow him to just be what he was at Still Canyon. And it's like he kind of altered his game to be like this passing point guard, which he can still do that. He can still, you know, uh, um, not necessarily every once in a while he would he would get the double team. But, right. you know, so that that's and, just. And Richie, Richie was there at a tough time, too, when he had a lot of guys around. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the tough part as a, as a scoring point guard. You still got to balance it like. Unless you put up fifty balls like Dane, but even Dane when he had what sixty, he still had nine assists. So right, and in college it's just not it don't work like that. Yeah, like, you're not getting that many possessions. Right. It's not going down. All right, so we're gonna keep it rolling. Um, 
I did forget to ask. I did last week. I did forget to because it was the 30, 36th episode. I forgot to do the best player to wear number 36 and the best player to wear number six. So we're actually going to do that now in a segment uh, with Carlin. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, good. What's up? Man, we doing good, man. We chilling. We can't, we can't complain, hey, man. Hey, What's up? What up, bro? Hey, so before before we uh, get started, I need your the best player to ever in, in any sport of all time to wear number six, number seven, for the uh, and then 36. JaVale McGee, seven. <laughs> six, seven, 36, and 37. Number six? Number six? Most people are going to go with Bill Russell. I never seen him play. That was back in the black and white days. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go LeBron. Yeah. Even so though I got... he only wore only wore for about four years. Uh, number seven. Everyone's gonna say Pistol Pete once again. I didn't see him play. So I'm I'm gonna go with Melo. And actually, a got. dark horse for number seven for basketball is you. Y'all gonna laugh, but Kyle. Lowry... I knew you was gonna say that, man. No, man. Kyle Lowry has a one good game every eight games. No, 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 no. talking no. regular season Kyle Check Lowry. This Check this out with Kyle Lowry. All right. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, they were always the top one, two, or three seed in the East, right? Right. Then they would get spanked by LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. Boom. He gives Kawhi, they win the championship. Kawhi leaves, they're still the number two seed. What's the, what's the common denominator? What's the Kyle common Lowry. denominator? Hey, you got to put some respect on his name. Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Spicy P. <laughs> all right, who you got for 36 and, and 37? All right, let me let me go football for number seven. Football, I'm going Mike Vick. Easy. Oh, yeah. Mike Vick. We got a John Elway on the chat, too. Yeah, and Chad, he yeah, next. Yeah. So he... I understand the Elway, but Vick, that, that whole Michael Vick era, that, that, that Michael Vick experience was different. Yeah. No, for sure. He changed, he changed how – well, he – I can't say he changed, but he evolutionized again what the – um, what the the guys before him did with what's his name in uh, Philly? You should know right. this. What, what was the quarterback in Philly? McNabb. No, a, McNabb. But it was way back then. Never mind. Yeah, he's an Eagles fan. Cunningham. Cunningham. Thirty six. Most people don't go. Uh, Jerome Bettis. If yeah. you're on football, but I'm gonna go Brian Westwood. Uh, uh, Eagle running. Back. Another Eagle. <laughs> hey man, thanks for joining us. This was a good talk. <laughs> hey, and then thirty-seven. The only person I can think of is uh, Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harris. I was trying to tell Marlon that he didn't. He didn't yeah. even have it. I'm like, you a Charger fan? That's I like a, I, one of the best I, I Chargers got, ever. I, yeah, I got, I got our yeah. test. Our test is my guy. Elbow yeah, yeah, swinging. Those are those are the only two that I can think of. That uh, at thirty-seven, right. I got one for you at thirty-six. You might not have thought of him because he changed his number. The best safety to ever play football. Even though it was a very short span, Sean Taylor. Oh yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, was, I know him. at twenty one. He was twenty one. He 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 wore thirty six first though. He switched to twenty one. Yeah, he had thirty. Yeah, I think okay. someone had twenty one at first. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. What you what you want to talk about, man? I know you had you had sent me a message. You want to uh, uh try to I guess make an argument for Dame Lillard being no, the best. It's, it's, no, it's, it's no argument. I'm just I'm just putting a stamp on it. Man, I mean, with the way he's playing, I mean... That's a, but the thing is, I've been saying this for about three or four years. You didn't Dan, say it last time he was on the podcast. Dan got to win. We That's... wasn't talking basketball last time. Here's the thing. Okay. All right. Oh, the people, the people that, 
the people that they, that they bring up is Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving, right? Right. Switch, switch Kyrie Irving, and all their numbers are very similar. They all are like 24, 4, and 6. You know what I mean? So you can pick who you want. But uh, Kyrie they, has availability issues. If, if, you, if you switch them two teams, if Dame is in Cleveland with LeBron, they beat the Warriors that first year. Mm. Well, I think in, in Kyrie's defense, if Kyrie's healthy that year, they probably beat him too. What did you just say, though? Availability is the best ability. Kyrie's always hurt. He Gosh. goes to Boston. He goes to Boston. He gets hurt. Ooh. Goes to he goes to hurt. Jersey. Gets hurt. <laughs> goes to Boston. He goes to Boston. He gets hurt. The team starts playing better. Hmm, that's funny. Hey, I'll ask you this, Carlin. You, because you had actually posted this earlier. So, who is having a better season in the bubble so far, D. Booker or uh, Dame Lillard? You have to go with Booker, just okay. because. Yeah, yeah. This is why everybody knew. Everybody saw what Dame was talking about when they were talking about doing the bubble, and he was like, "I'm not going to play unless we have a chance to go to the playoffs." So everybody should have known that Dame was going to go crazy in the bubble. What we didn't expect, what nobody expected, is for we might have expected Booker to do what he's doing, but not not the Suns team. Booker, no. he's out there, he's out there facilitating, he's getting rebounds, he's playing defense. So I would have to go Booker's slight edge, this just because they're seven and zero. Hey, and this is this is my argument for always, always, always going to be my argument for basketball players and, and and who's better, right? He is elevating the play of his team. To me. I don't care. Like, Melo for so many years, I was a big, huge Melo fan. But he could never right. get his teams over the hump. A guy like a guy like Booker right now, he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? I talk about LeBron. LeBron always, he took teams that shouldn't be there to the finals. He did lose the one finals, the, the one mismatch I've ever seen in the finals to lose. And I, it was LeBron. But And I give you credit just because you've been saying that he needs to get out for no. years and years and years. He's been like... you. I mean, I give you that credit. We've been talking about him like last year, so I give you credit on Booker that. Booker's been a problem, bro. He's he's a walking hey. bucket. He's six 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 seven. He's tough to guard, and he can he can low key create for everybody else. He just oh, don't no, have nobody else to not, create it's for. It's not low key. D book is a is a young Kobe. I've been saying it for a few years as well. He's a young Kobe. Yeah. He's not just a shooter. He can post you up. If, if it's a mismatch, he's gonna exploit it until the defense changes. Like he'll go at you seven times in a row until they make a switch. Y'all are going to be mad at me for this. He's only, what, 22? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm and, and maybe third year in the league? His nah, skills? He's like, second? he's like four or four. Or oh, four. yeah, he, he got to be four or five because he just took, he just got an extension. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Big. He got his money. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. That's right. Or, four, or fourth or fifth. But his straight, his, his ability, like Kobe's skill set is crazy because of his work ethic. Like you look at Kobe, you're like, damn, he works. Like Kawhi. Like Kawhi kind of looks I'm like right. a robot. It looks like it looks like he was born to play basketball. He, everything he does is smooth. It doesn't look like he goes to the gym and works on a whole bunch of different. Drills. And truthfully, really, at at this point of of Kobe's career, Kobe wasn't messing with D. Book oh, at this no, point no, of his career. No, 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 no. And I couldn't be the one to say that because y'all think I, I, I knew where I knew where you was going. I knew yeah. where you was going because when you, you set it up perfect. I right, nah, I got you. But yeah, anything else no, you got to say, Carlin, before we get out of here? Yeah, I have I have a question for both of y'all. Let's so go. right now, building you're building a team. Booker or Tatum? Who are you taking? Tatum. I've been I've been screaming saying Tatum will be top three in about two to three years. Tatum will be. 
He's getting know. better. He's getting better. He can defend. Not to say Booker can't, but Tatum is overall all around one of the best young players in this league. I'm gonna take Luca, but to answer your question, <laughs> to answer your question, I'm taking Booker. I'm taking D Book. That is a good question, yeah. though, because this is this is this is the only reason I'll say, it. and not the only reason, but D Book is doing it a lot of on his own. Uh, Tatum has had got the, a the luxury and a of good having coach. other guys that could go score thirty right. and be. Tatum, so, Tatum has had a better coach. He's had a better supporting cast. It's tough to go out there by yourself. Top top player on the um, scout sheet every day. Yeah. You still right. go out and put up 25-30. So hey, I'm going then to every, game, every game, he got a new coach. He done had three, four coaches already. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. True, true. Get out of Phoenix book, and I can't get fined by the NBA for Tampa. Get out of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carlin, just want to let you know that uh, somebody had, had yelled at me in, in my DMs, mad at me because you got on for the second time, and he didn't get on for, for the first time. So, just want to let you know that uh, you got people out there that's uh, a little mad at hey, yeah. like Cat, Like Cat Williams said, if you got four haters right now, figure out your way to get six. Haters go hate. I feel you, man. Hey, appreciate you for coming on, man. Uh, yeah. Keep doing what y'all doing. Love y'all. All right. You love go. you too, bro. Man, so got some good questions, man. That's a good, man. I mean, that's a good. And I've been, you know me, I've been on pause. I've been on Tatum for, for a minute, so. You know that that's just that's just my guy. I just feel like he can, but he does make good points. He ha- does have a better team. He has a better coach. He has, you know, you, you just have a lot of weapons around you, and also too, Jalen Brown. He's always like. I think a better comparison with Tatum would be how Kuzma's development is, because neither of those guys have been the top guy on the on the, on the scouting sheet. They haven't been the man on the team, but we've seen each of them have got, bigger spurts. Obviously, Tatum has had more spurts, and right? More, because he had more opportunities. I think. right. Kuzma's a guy who's at, who's coming off the bench, and right. and I think it still deserves to be in that conversation though, because given given thirty five minutes a night, I think he'd be right there. But also too, Ingram. I think, and I'm gonna get into this next call. But shoot, Trey Young, you yeah, know, hey. Trey Young and Devin. I mean, when you look at those two, obviously, and you and I know Trey Trey's your guy. So, My guy. Yeah. So I I think that's honestly a better comparison. But we got uh, Chad coming on. He's been. Uh, Consistent with us for day one. It's a huge Nuggets fan. And Mile high, Chad. What's going on, Chad? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, pretty good, man. Pretty what's good. going on with you? Hey, man, chilling, bro. The show so far, fire. You know, your boy got me a little bit, though. I, I got to hear them all in that top five, bro. Come on, man. Anyone uh, else throwing it off the backboard in the game? Jamal Franklin was a problem. Yeah, that's that's his that's his boy. Like they close. So. Yeah, man, but it's and, and that's the thing, and, and and surprisingly, Chad is a, a Aztecs fan too, so it kind of makes me think he secretly does like the Chargers and the Lakers because it's all you know Southern California. Come on, bro, I was you a know? fan for when Maul was there, bro. I, I I look at the scoreboard every now and then still, but the yeah. boys been disappointed lately ever since Maul and X and Kawhi and them left. Yeah, yeah. So so what you hey, got? It was to... cold this year though. Yeah, yeah, they were solid. They had a yeah. good run. So what you got to say about the uh, the NBA bubble? Hey, man, uh, real quick before I get into the bubble, I just wanted to kind of bring up this past weekend, man, and, and obviously, you know, congrats to you and your wife on the on the anniversary. Hey. I know you guys were out celebrating. But, Appreciate you, you know, bro. Just Appreciate watching, it. Just watching sports this weekend, I mean, if you had an hour, two hours, or if you got you know, were able to sit there the whole day, it just felt so normal, man, to sit down and, oh. and see baseball and you can even go through the golf. I'm not a big golf fan. If I put some money on it, I'll, I'll check up on it. But right. basketball, hockey, I mean – just for it just show how sports, man. Like you were able to just sit there on the couch and zone out and forget about 
the virus and forget about the politics and, and just everything going on, man, like, you just realize, like, sports just brings that out of you. Like, it just, you can just go into a spot and just forget about everything, man, and escape yeah. reality. And, I mean, look at, I mean, sports, this, I'm talking to you because of the sports radio, bro. You became the homie. <laughs> exactly. Big, regular size Marlin. You know, sports <laughs> brought us together. We know people, the same people, and, and we right. can chop it up like we've known each other for 20 years, bro. And, and that's sports, man. It, it, it ain't got no color. It ain't got no gender. It's just family, bro, and you can just chop it up with a complete stranger. And it just felt good to have a weekend where life felt normal again. Yeah. It's been crazy the last, what, five months? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, man, if, if y'all would have gave me the NBA from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. during quarantine, I'd have been fine. Man. Let's not go back to work. Exactly. Let's keep it shut down. Exactly. <laughs> you wake up, and just imagine being on the West Coast. You wake up yeah. at, at like 9, 10. I yeah. talked to my mom today, and she's like, oh, yeah, the Lakers play at like, you know, like 10 or something like that. And I was just like, man, like that's just – that's something that I would want. But, Chad, I'll ask you this. You're a big Nuggets fan. Michael Porter Jr. has been balling, so I know you, you're about to you know, bring him up or anything. So is there a team that probably scares you in the West that you don't you know, match up with uh, the best with? See, I was just looking right now because I'm trying to figure out what's, what's about to happen. I'm looking at the spread, you know, trying to figure out this Clippers game that's about to start. I'm looking at the matchups. I mean, you, I get, you don't want to play Dallas. Because Lucas, I mean, he can go off at any time for 30, 40, and Porzingis yeah. is still there. He's still got, you know, 20 in his back pocket. Utah scares me just because, I mean, Gobert and Jokic, man, that matchup, Jokic used to bully him. But now that he lost the weight, I mean, the other night, man, Saturday, I mean, that was, you know, a primetime slate. Gobert was handling the man in the first half. Jokic had, like, two points. I mean, he came out and tore him up in the second half, and I loved it. But right. I think either way, it, the West, man, when, I mean, is there really a good matchup? I mean, it, you can't no. really play it right. It's, every matchup is going to be a, a threat. To, I mean, like we were just talking, Portland's the AC. We the Lakers might go out round one. I, exactly. I'm, I'm I'm nervous, man. Kind of, I'm nervous. Kind of like what I wanted to say about the bubble, man. Just watching it, I feel like bubble basketball. I don't know if it's because we haven't had it and it just came back and we're just so in love with it. It's looking real nice, like. Without the fans, I think the refs are calling a better game. I think they're calling a more equal game. They're not leaning towards the home team. You're not getting those favoritism calls. I'm yeah. just watching the game. You're seeing guys like T.J. Warren, who, who's been a bucket man since North Carolina State. Now that favoritism ain't there. They're not leaning on certain things. He's able to show himself. If you're not a dog in the bubble, you're not hooping, yeah. bro. All the dogs yeah. are coming out right now. And, and you're seeing it. And yeah. it's so fair right now. And I just love the way it is. With no, I mean, obviously, I'm a fan. I want to go to the game. But the influence the fans have on the refs, you can kind of see it. At first, I'm like, man, the refs is calling hella fouls. Like, but I'm looking like, oh, they starting to call regular fouls like they should be calling. It's making players tighten up their defense, stop reaching, and, and they're calling travels. They're calling people stepping out, and, and we're seeing real basketball, and we're seeing all the dogs capitalize. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say to that point, I think, I think it's harder actually in a bubble for the guys like LeBron, Kawhi, even um, – Giannis to an extent. Because, Ed King. Yeah, that was crazy. But, <laughs> but like, you're, you're seeing these guys who are maybe stars, but not the super, super duper stars, have these huge games. And I think part of that is because now they're able to get up for these games more than a LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's tough for LeBron to get up for a game at this point. Like, he's like, man, I don't got no fans here. I don't have... And he's he, he getting to ready play, to have family soon, so... yeah. Shout out to the NBA for letting that yeah. happen, um, for blowing up their bubble. I'm predicting it right now. It's going to ruin the bubble. But Facts, bro. Facts. He was just saying that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to ruin the bubble. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I like it for the players, but I don't like it for 
basketball. Right, right. Bro, you know and who put that in motion, bro. Bron put that in motion. Bron. Bron's pulling the strings behind the NBA, bro, and he's been crying the whole time. Like you just said to your point, I can't get up. I ain't played in an empty gym since I was four years old. Like, man, get out of here, bro. That don't help. Just because there ain't no fans there don't mean you ain't got white. That's why you can't dribble. I mean, you dribbling off your leg. Like, you can see the work people put in. I mean, Bron is still the best in the league, but you see the way Kawhi goes out there. Kuzma had a big game. I mean, it's, it's different with no fans, but – you still got to bring it, and, and now they're bringing families into it. And like you said, I mean, it's hard. I, I was a truck driver, so I understand. But it's hard being away from your family at that period of time. Yeah. But shit, man, if I'm getting 5, 10, 20 mil, I'm going to tell the kids I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see, I see you in a little bring, bit. Daddy going to bring home something nice, man. Yeah. You know, because now you might mess up. The postseason might get trashed because someone's cousin or aunt or, or mom or sister was hanging out at a family cookout, yep. and now they brought the virus to the bubble and, and now the whole damn thing ruined. And, and they had they just did another round of testing and zero positive tests, so I think that's dope too. But, you know, we'll see about that. But last thing, Chad, before we get get, on, get you on out of here, uh, 6, 7, 36, and 37, best players, who you got? Man, I mean, 7 is L.A. I, I hear Vic, but come on, bro. John L.A. is, is, is the man. Yeah. 36. I'm going with Sean Taylor, too. I remember when he first got that jersey, and then he ended up switching it up. Yeah. Had to go back to that 21. Uh, six, man. I don't – I'm trying to think of some baseball. That one's tough. I, I, off the top of the head, I just throw LeBron. I don't believe it, but it's, it's an easy answer. And 37, I mean, if you're wearing 37, you're not getting no you, – you probably got the last <laughs> pick on the jersey, so I'm going to just let you right. – well, everyone who wore 37 is a winner in my book because I can't rock with that. Right, you exactly. On, bro. You got to step on with a good number. All right, last thing, finals predictions. Who you got? Man. You're getting drug tested East, if you say Denver. I'll start with the East before I met. I, I, <laughs> I'll start with the East, bro. I don't believe in Philly. I, I don't believe really in, in – uh, I don't believe in the Bucks, man. I, give me Boston. You were just talking about Tatum, Kemba. You know how cold Kemba is. Yeah. I think they got the best squad, Gordon Hayward killing. Brad Stevens is probably the – him and Nick Nurse are one and two as far as the East and coaches. So give me Boston on the West. It ain't gonna be Brian, man. It's, I gotta run with I gotta run with Kawhi, man. I gotta run with Kawhi oh, boy. and Paul George. If they can get it right, I off court, I heard they got a lot of stuff going on, but they in a bubble. They got a week to figure it yeah, out. They'll be all right for the playoffs starting playoff in seventeen. To come out. So give me Clippers, Boston, man. All right, man. Hey, hey you said playoff who? Playoff P. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Hey, man, we appreciate you for coming on, Chad. Thanks for all the support, bro. bro. I'm going to keep tuning in, man. Y'all be safe out there. All right, man. Appreciate you. All right. right. He could talk a mile a minute, man. He'd be going. I told him, I was like, you only got a few minutes. He was like, oh, that's enough. (laughs) He done wrote a full essay in in the span of a few minutes. So uh, next we got my old roommate. Um, He used to hoop back in the day. Um, Well, not yeah, he tore his Achilles, so. He don't, he don't hoop no more, but, uh, yeah, he's one of my good friends, David White. What's going on, D? How you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. <laughs> he was the one. I'm going to just give you a – give everybody, like, a uh, – before we – before before I say that, best players, uh, 6, 7, 36, and 37. Uh, 6. You know what? I'm going to go with something that I don't think people are going to say. I'm going with Dr. J. Oh, that's a good man. That's a good one. In the NBA, he was torching fools. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Dr. J was a problem. Yeah. A I, real I, I problem. Man. Uh, number seven. Man. You know what? I might throw baseball. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Can you argue with that? I like that. 
and 36 37 36 uh you know shout out to pittsburgh i gotta go bettis i gotta yep. go Jerome that, that was my pick yep and 37 if that. you could find anybody Nah, nah, I ain't got nobody for 37. Yeah, that, that's the last one. We just picked him up in free agency. Yeah. He, here, here's an extra jersey for you. <laughs> so so David was the one. He actually called me after the, the episode and, and uh, the last episode we did. And he was like, man, Luca is, you know, there's no way he's the second best and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it was, uh, although I, I know Luca is a star, but I think just looking at, at, he Dallas isn't one of the biggest markets. It's a, it's a decent sized market, but it's not one of the biggest. So I was telling him who he lives in Ohio. Um, big Cavs fan too, by the way. Uh, first of all, first of all, when you say Ohio, please put the B in front of it. But continue. All right, C- Columbus, Ohio. Um, so you know he's he's looking at it and he's just like you know Luca's like not this, he's not that. But you know obviously we're out here and if you watch basketball consistently, I mean we all got families and stuff. You can see like Luca is. He's a he's a big deal, and I, mean, I definitely think in the future, just like how you were saying, like he's definitely going to be one of the the ones that's going to be the face of the the league pretty soon. Man, I'll put it in context though. Whenever, because I listen to you guys, I, I'm fortunate enough to have a job that causes me to travel. So, you know, shout out to you guys. I get on Apple Podcasts and, and listen to you guys when I'm driving. At the time, though. I was drinking some water, and he said Luca was number two. I about wrecked my car. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got we got to put a cautionary sign exactly. in the episode. You never know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh man, but you know, after some time, you know, you really sit down and think about it. Like, you know, what he's doing, he's definitely unbelievable. I guess where I'm coming from is more of during the regular season. There are legends in the regular season. You got T.J. Warren putting up numbers right now. I'm just waiting until I see him and what he does in the playoffs when a team has a chance to actually prepare, study you. Oh, we lost to him on the first game because of this. Let's see what we can do with him the second time. And, and to me, that's why LeBron and, and, and uh, Kawhi are my one and twos because they've proven time and time again that no matter how often you plan, I'm still going to get my numbers and I'm still going to carry my team. I think that's I think that's a perfect example. Um but you brought up you brought up a guy like TJ Warren. TJ Warren's in his 6th year. He's about 25, 26 years old. So 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 he's been in the league for a while. Luca is 21 years old. He's been playing professional basketball at probably next to the NBA, the next highest level of basketball in the world for the past even before coming to the NBA, about three or four years. And the only reason I say Luca, what I, I speak so highly of him is because he has the ability to affect the game in so many different ways. You mentioned LeBron. LeBron can, LeBron can change a game without scoring the basketball. There's not many guys that can have an impact on the, on the game without scoring. You think of a LeBron. You think of a uh, Kawhi can do it on the defensive end, although he, he really impacts the game scoring. But Luca makes these guys better. He's got a bunch of guys. I mean, you think of a Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Seth Curry. These are, are pretty much journeymen in the NBA. They haven't swapping teams. Yeah. And... Porzingis was was yeah. a, a top pick, and then new, the Knicks let him go. Like, oh, he's injury prone. We don't want him anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so he's only in his second second year in the league or third year. Third. 
third year in the league. He's what he's doing at this point and at this age. Maybe second. Maybe. I don't think we've seen anybody do before. Cummings fresh in the league, and especially Michael, that Michael young Jordan too. Scored a lot when he was young. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak any blasphemy, but what I will say is how he's adapted to the NBA game, and and it takes a while for these guys to do it. Trey Young is another guy who did it amazingly fast, but to be able to know when to shoot, know when to pass as a point guard. He's six seven. He's two ten. Two. That's the key right there. Like, like I, I just and maybe maybe it won't happen this year, but but you guys will see. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be up there, top five player in the NBA for a very long time. Oh, I agree in terms of what the future holds. The, his, the ceiling is his limit. Like he he's definitely phenomenal, especially at that size. His skill is only going to get better. I guess when I heard it at the time, it. I thought you were speaking of right now in the NBA today, if we're doing power rankings, Luca is number two. And I just I don't even no. have him top five right now. No, I'm not I'm not gonna go that far because if we're doing power rankings right now, if I'm being honest, I'm taking Trey Young above him in the power rankings. We we Ooh. forget about Trey Young because Trey Young's team is not in the, not bubble, in the bubble right now. But I'm taking yeah. him right above Luca right now, as far as young guards go. Um I mean, you, you listen to the show. I speak very highly of Trey Young, too. Yeah. But I'm just saying pr- projection-wise, looking at him oh, at yeah, 21, sure. second year in the league, like, I, I mean, sheesh. All right, David. I'm so I, I about the future. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll tell you this. I know you're a big Cavs fan, uh, you know, coming from Columbus, you know, Ohio stand-up, Jamon commented Ohio stand-up. So um, your team obviously isn't in the bubble whatsoever. I don't think they even looked at them to even want to offer them an invite. <laughs> So, is there a team, and I know your secondary team is the Heat, you know, obviously with LeBron and everything, and you said you'd, you'd stay with the Cavs when he went back. You're not switching again. <laughs> so, is there a team that you think that could sneak out of the East? Because the East is, I mean, you got the Bucks and Raptors and Celtics, but is there a team in the East that could possibly sneak out? Uh, I mean, for me, and not because I like the Heat, but I, I got the Heat coming out only for the sole reason of when you see their matchups, not only just in the regular season, but even in the bubble on how they're playing teams. Like, they were up 25 on the Bucks without Butler and their starting point guard, and naturally Giannis decided to take over. But I, I truly think once they have their full team together, there's not a lot of teams that really just match up in this short uh, player basketball style that most NBA teams are now starting to adapt. They have shooters everywhere, and they got defenders. So, yeah, out of the East, I, I think I'm going to take the East. Okay. All right. And then last thing, finals prediction? Finals prediction, I'm going to take the Heat versus the Clippers. And it, and it, it hurts me to say that. Mm. Just the only reason why I'm not going with the Lakers is that the jury's still out on that one and two spot. You know, when it comes to defending uh, the guards, they're just going to get exposed. Their two top defenders in terms of their guards are, are missing. They're not there. And LeBron's not about to chase around anybody anymore. Nah. So, that means he, he won't even guard Melo. I don't even think he'll do that. That's what I'm saying. And Melo's been a little shifty now, too. So, it's like he's been doing a lot of running around. And LeBron don't like to, to waste that much energy on defense. I mean, you're not the the Miami LeBron anymore, so. But no, yeah, no. but so it, it, I think it's going to be a great one. I'm excited about the West. Like the West, man, is going to be tough. Any, it, it's, it's, it's honestly anybody's. When you look at all the teams, 
there's at least six teams you can make an argument for. Like, easy. Hey. No, there isn't. There's two teams. And, and at the same time, man, you, you know, you never can count out LeBron. <laughs> LeBron is just that guy that's been doing it so long that you truly believe he's going to find a way. Right. It, when's the last time you've seen LeBron just losing before making it to the Eastern Conference Finals in the playoffs? Or yeah. the, the Conference Finals in the playoffs? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, David, man, we appreciate you for coming on, man. And uh, you got any last thing you want to say before you get out of here? Uh, I just want to say, y'all keep grinding, man. Like, like I said, I tune in to y'all. I've been, I've been listening since day one. You know, I love, I love how you guys touch on a lot of issues and a lot of things that need to be talked about. So, you know, keep it going. Keep hey. grinding. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. All right. You too. Bye. Nice. Hey, let me say a couple things real quick before we get to the next call. Yeah, yeah. So, one, I really, really, really think the Lakers and what's their Vogel? Frank Vogel? Frank Vogel, I think, really did himself a disservice these last few games in the bubble playing KCP and Quinn Cook more minutes than J.R. Smith and uh, Philly Cheese. What's my man? Deion Waiters. Those are two guys that are coming in midseason, still trying to work themselves into shape and can be way more contributors in the playoffs than a Quinn Cook and a KCP. That's one. Two, yes, Marquise, LeBron did it out the gate. But if we're talking skill set, LeBron James is not as skilled at 18, 19, 20 as Luka Doncic is right now. And I'm a, I think LeBron James is the best player to ever play basketball. So at this stage, year two, LeBron was still super raw. Heck, we see LeBron right now at year 17, 18. Like, his handle ain't the smoothest. Like, he's not not the smoothest guy out there. His little backup step back. Yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) Luka's doing stuff that that took LeBron literally years to do as far as shooting jump shots and... I always said this. LeBron didn't really gain a shot until, like, even when he, like, was in, like, Miami. That's when he started to, like, gain a consistent jump shot. And I think he was at his best first year, second year in Cleveland when he went back. And I'm a numbers guy, too. So I I, I go to the arguments. And one of my arguments for LeBron is his percentages. He's always shot a better percentage than Mike. He's always shot a better percentage from three to Kobe and Magic. But he wasn't taking as many. He was was the, the Giannis effect. He was living at the rim. Yeah. He couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So he's bigger so, than you. I mean, he's yeah. Don't so mess yeah, around and switch. I'm so. not saying I'm not saying LeBron wasn't that guy coming out the gate. He did it. His teams were terrible. He didn't have anybody in the playoffs this early. That's why he left. Seven, but, I mean, seven years. I mean, you, you took, leave too. And he and he took a team that they have no business going to the finals to the finals mm-hmm. with with Kenneth Parker's brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, so we can move on to the next call. We've been rolling today, man. I was, um, I actually said that this. No, he's not taking to the Dallas to the finals. I'm not saying that. Hello, Kerms. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's up? What's on, buddy? Nothing much, man. You on your third glass of wine? Uh, I actually switched the Land Shark beer, so uh, we switched it up a little bit. Nice, nice, nice. So. Uh, yeah. So, Kerms uh, is a big Patriots fan. He loves golf. He loves essentially every single sport that's out there, but he wants to talk a little bit about college football and, and really where it's going. So, I mean, are we going to – do you see any of the other conferences potentially canceling the season or the ACC and SEC, like, are they ready to go? I, it sounds like all three are ready to go, and I'm really happy about that. Um, you know, I know you guys live in Texas. I know how big any kind of football is, whether it's NFL, whether it's 
five-year-olds running around on the field throwing a ball at each other. Right. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's just it's it's just good, I think, overall. I mean, as much as I love the NFL, I know, Marlon, we talked about this, I know you're not as big as a college football fan, but the sport is just so great. Now, I'm curious. There's no talk of there's going to be fans yet in stadiums. I'm going to lean towards either to be zero or maybe like 20%. I'm going to stop and, you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because it's crazy because you can go to – any restaurant or bar or depending on the, the area that you're in most bars are shut down but i think it's very interesting that you can go into any family-owned restaurant you walk in with your mask you sit at your table you take your mask off and then you can leave it off for the whole time as you go to work you can go to your desk wearing your mask through the office and you take it off now whoa 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 what company do you work for not at triple a well no no keep that mask on young man no no so oh, uh, well, corporate's a little bit different so yeah. just letting you know um, so I, I just, I just look at, so let's say if the stadium, let's just say if it holds 50,000, you know, seats in a stadium, why can't you allow 15, 20, 30% have them when they're sitting down in their seat, take their mask off. And then like, just, I don't, I don't, I don't see why that's an issue. I understand with different States you have, you know, laws and this and that, but that, that's, that's just me. No, I agree. And like you said, it really does come down to the States. Really what it comes down to with the fans and the masks is, you know, like I said, it does come down to the state. If certain colleges and certain stadiums want to allow X amount of fans, that should be their choice. I don't think it should come down from higher ups above them telling them who is allowed to come into their stadium and who is not. Because um, the reality is they need money to um, finance yeah. certain things. You're losing a ton of money. So, so yeah, no, I agree. Um, the only thing I'll say about that, I think it will come down to conferences mm-hmm. because, I mean, let's let's be honest. You can't have, like, Mississippi State versus Alabama. Without a crowd, they have no chance to win that game. If that game is played at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. if we're just lining up my guys against your guys, sorry, Mississippi State. Right. Like, you have no chance. Um, but I'll also say the I think the biggest reason they want to play this seasons whether you have fans or not is because most of their money like like the NFL like the NBA like MLB is coming from the TV deals mm-hmm. those TV deals numbers are Crazy. ridiculous and and in a situation where you can't and... yeah in a situation where you can't come to the game all that's really doing is adding a hundred thousand people watching so so the viewership is just going up right so so I think they'll try to get it played either way. But if I'm a smaller school in some of these monster conferences, I'm pushing for fans in my game. Like, I, I don't think I could go out in a scrimmage game and beat Alabama. Like, exactly. Or LSU for that. I don't want to, you know, shout out. Go go Tigers. Yeah. Kearns, we got a few more minutes. So, you know, looking at the Patriots, I just want to ask you this. It seems like more and more players from any team are opting out from the, from the Patriots, it seems like. Do they feel as if Bill Belichick isn't serious about the season? Or what do you think is going on with your team? Um, that's a great question. Honestly, if they want to keep opting out, go for it. It just means we, we have a better chance of getting the number one pick in the draft next year. Um, I remember you guys talking in a podcast about a month ago saying that you think Cam Newton is going to lead them to like nine or ten wins. And i got to be honest with you, I think you're both kind of crazy for that. And I only say this because um, in his last eight starts, he went 0-8. And, and with everything going on with COVID, you have less time to practice. How is this? How do you expect him to lead him to nine to ten wins 
in a division where Buffalo is getting better, and he doesn't have as much time to develop a rapport with the team. Two words, Bill Belichick. Yeah, he... Well, that definitely helps, but Cam Newton also sounds like he could be um, a little difficult to deal with. I mean, he's not Tom Brady. Well, I mean, nobody's Tom Brady, obviously. Well, but... I'm, taking, I'm taking Cam Newton and uh, Bill Belichick for four wins over the Giant, or over the Jets and the Dolphins, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, yes, you're right. I do think they're a team on the rise, but still beatable by Bel- Belichick is gonna he's gonna put you in positions to win. And that's already four wins, maybe five. So that's where I'm coming from with these picks. Um I, I don't know their schedule, I haven't looked at it, but it's pretty brutal. Is it bad outside the conference? Oh it, it's pretty bad. Yeah, well yeah, because I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but um I think we go we go to the Chiefs. I think like week five. I know you I'm for sure play the Chiefs. Right to be like thirty. Oh, but, but I'm, uh, I'm seeing. Oh, this is preseason. Hold on, Dolphins. Yeah, well, I know preseason. Yeah, I know preseason. Raiders is a win. Yeah, Seahawks at Seattle week two. Yeah, but then you're then you're at the rate. Are your Raiders at home? Chiefs is a loss. You're right. Uh, Broncos is a toss-up. Probably that's a good game actually with you guys in the Broncos. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Niners, Niners is a tough one. Bills is tough. Ravens tough. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you got the Cardinals. Yeah. I think yeah. you guys we're, beat we're the not, Cardinals. We're not beating Kansas City or Baltimore. I, honestly, I think Denver could scare people this year. I think so too. I think you Denver's guys, pretty trash. You guys right. definitely got to win in weeks in, uh, no, I, in the I, first I, week of the of December hey, against the Chargers. My, that's my, a win. My, my my birthday weekend, that's that's easy win for us. But um I mean, you can make an argument to the AFC. The AFC West might be the most competitive division top to bottom. I know the Chiefs are the defending champions with Mahomes, <laughs> but the Broncos have a lot of young talent. They have a great defense. Um I mean Marlon knows the Chargers. I Which mean, one? They have oh, me. Top, if not maybe the top defense in the in the league. It really comes down to who is going to step up at quarterback and lead that team? Is it Tyrod Taylor? Is it Justin Herbert? And, you know, with the Raiders, I mean, say what you want, but Derek Carr can still play. And, you know, you can't count out Gruden. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, no, I don't think anybody's beating Kansas City now, but. Or, or I mean, in the next couple I mean, years. Yeah, what, nah, what, what, and, and, and fortunately, it's going to be like a 10-year uh, you know, headache for us in the, in the AFC just in general, especially the AFC West. But, yeah, man. But, and if, uh, we're going, if we're going conference, before we get you off the phone, top to bottom, I'm going NFC West. NFC with uh, the Rams, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. I think that's – Shout out to Austin. You know, was once a Chargers fan, and I switched over to Cardinals. So He, he was a San Diego Chargers fan. Charges, charges, doesn't matter. Oh. But yeah, anything else you want to say, Kearns, before we before we get out of here? Um, you know, overall, you know, I really enjoy listening to you guys. I really appreciate you bringing me on. This is the second time I've been on your show. I enjoy listening to you, and uh, just keep up the good work. And uh, I hope you guys bring me on more often again. Sounds good, man. Absolutely. We'll we talk to you soon. You. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right. Yo, shout out to the Clippers and the and the Nuggets for playing Dame Dalla. In one of his tracks in the pregame, <laughs> yeah. Hey, they say they, they, they say PG reached out to him and uh, yeah, shout out to them for that. They they squashed their little beat. Yeah, which was good. And they didn't really have it. I just think it's mainly just um, Beverly and everybody else. Well, well, they squashed it because their families got involved. And when you got a guy from Oakland and a guy from um, Pacoima or Palmdale, wherever uh, Paul George is from, right? I think it's best that they squash it once. 
house because not everybody's making millions. They got family members that you know might still be with the business. So I got a request from somebody that uh, wanted to get on again. But looks like we're gonna have to go to the. Six. Yep, here it is. One shot. Yeah. One, one we're already we're already. Past. I know. My I know. contract says my and, contract says forty five minute episodes, guys. So whenever they go longer, it's his fault. That's on me. That's all on me. I thought we was gonna get to forty five seconds, but Austin, we got this one and then you up, and then we out. We have, we gotta get B back on. B Barmsky, hey. you know I picked I picked the Cowboys and the Raiders for the Super Bowl two years ago. Swampo, what's up, Jason? How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. So a little background on uh, Jason, a.k.a. Swampo. He's a uh, Rockets fan. He is a Saints fan. But you kind of root for the Spurs a little bit? No. That's backwards, my friend. I'm a Spurs fan, but I like the Rockets because James Harden is my favorite player at this time. Oh, man. So you think the, uh, the Rockets will have a little bit of uh, competition, obviously, in the West, huh? Yeah, I really do. I think the uh, I think the Rockets will end up. I, I don't know. The Heat's looking good. The Raptors are looking good. The East is up in the air, but I, I like what the Rockets are doing. I think the Rockets are built for the bubble. I think in big times, you know, they make they make the killer three. They drive down the court. They're quick. That, that small team that Dan Tony has got going on right now. Knows how to. I mean, they're they're consistent. I'll I'll say. I'll I'll say this: they're 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 at least with me. And I feel like sometimes offensively, when they're when they're working, they're going. I, I think it's fine when you got Harden and, and and Russ. They have some great role players, but you know what happens when you have a certain team like Portland, or you got Denver, or or even Lakers or Clippers when they're on. I I honestly don't see either of those teams. Ahead of the Rockets right now, even though no, records may say whatever. That's, I don't that's think what I my feel. Spurs are going to make it 23 years straight either. You know, I, I had faith in the front office. I had faith in Pop. You know, you know, fighting for the ninth spot. You know, is one thing. You know, but there's so many pieces on that team that have so many potential to maximize what they're doing. You know, I like Murray. Everything that he's doing, you know, to see him, you know, as the Spurs starting point guard for the foreseeable future, he's a stud. I mean, defensively, he's quick. He's agile, you know. He needs some improvement, you know, and, and with, I mean, with Johnson and, you know, Patty Mills being the veteran, you know, and, you know, the one thing that concerns me about the future is White. You know, if he works on that shooting and, you know, he, he's got the size, but if he, he can develop under pop, but right now what the Spurs are doing, he's not that key contributor. So, you know, at this point in time, I can't really see where the Spurs are going. I don't see him making the playoffs this year. And that, that really, with Lonnie Walker and everything going on, that just really, that's a disappointment because they got so much potential. Yeah, I think they're young. I really like DeJounte Murray, man, shout out to him for bouncing back off that knee injury, really bad knee injury. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Seattle, man. I always talk about how good the, the farm system is for basketball out there. But I think I think history shows us that the Spurs will be back. They're kind of like the Patriots in a sense where they're going to be down for a year, maybe even two, but um, 
I just I still can't bet against him. You know what I mean? I'm not. Don't, don't bet against Pop. Don't bet against Belichick. Exactly. Simple as that. Hey, so uh, I'll switch over to, to to football. So you're a big Saints fan this year. Um, looking at the offense, I honestly feel like you know Michael Thomas. Um, he he had a slow year last year. So do you think he can pick it up and have a uh, you know a more vibrant, if you will, year as far as with that offense and he can flourish with everybody else? With the Saints this year, there's no doubt they're going to win the South, and that's no disrespect to Tom Brady. But when you got guys like Sean Payton, Drew Brees, and an offense and a defense that have been working together for many years that don't have to worry about learning new plays, they don't have to worry about making new schemes because everything that they've done over the past couple years, except in the playoffs, everything they've done over the past couple years, they have made the adjustments. They just can't get over that hump in the playoffs. But I will say this, Tom. If, and my brother's listening. He's watching. So if I don't bring up you and his Chargers, he's going to be very upset. Let's go. But you know what? Here we go with your Chargers. Because this is exactly what I see with your Chargers. Your yeah. Chargers are going to be explosive. And Damn right. And teams, they're going to be afraid. They have that scary aspect that can win games just on defense. When you got a veteran nose tackle like Joseph, who's going to be in the trenches, and a rookie like Murray, Mm. that linebacker that can hit some people. Look, we know Bosa and James are the best players. Those two will make the impact, stopping, you know, doing whatever they got to do with the addition of Chris Harris. And, you know, what they really need to focus on, honestly, is to help stop the passing game because you and I both know last year they gave up a ton of yards. And they could not stop the run on third down, and they were terrible on third down. And every team they came in there needed if they could run early, and they and that didn't break mentality or work sometimes, but it can only go so far. But with Joe, with Joseph and Murray being used and then plugged holes that they were doing, and bodies are important in football. You know, you know like like I said with Trent, you know, with jo- with uh, Joseph and Murray and the trenches and. I mean, I really think the Chargers this year, that defense will force you to throw. And you and my brother as Chargers fans will be very excited for their potential because, honestly, Patrick Mahomes has lost a lot of weapons, and he's not going 50-50 back-to-back. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 Swampo, hold well, on. As, as a San Diego resident for for 30 years, <laughs> the, the Chargers fans have always been <laughs> excited about their potential. I don't think anything is going to change this year. Well, who's your quarterback? What's his name? Ty, Ty- Tyrod Taylor. Oh, okay. Um, Any- Go ahead. Tyrod had a good year in Buffalo one time, man. But I don't. They made the playoffs. Yeah, one time. All, okay, all right. So this is my team. Normally, whenever Cowboys are brought up, that's when you talk. You're so right, let me right. talk about my team. So anyway, right. for one, appreciate you for the kind words for my team. You guys win the division. Are we going to win the division? No, we probably won't win the division. I mean, look at—I mean, with with the Chiefs, the I, I say this all the time that the year for us to win it was going to be two years ago. That that was the year when we had Rivers and all that stuff. Defensively, yes, I think we'll be stout, best defense in the AFC, probably the AFC in general. If I'm being 100. So, um, but other than that, I think Hard Knocks was on last night too. It's not the same. Just knowing that we don't have any preseason games and just seeing everything that's going on with the NCAA. 
it's it's kind of hard for me to get excited about it, especially if if we've seen basketball work in the bubble, but we've seen MLB and how they're they're having you know different teams break out with the cases and all that stuff. So it's it's just not the same for me with Hard Knocks, but um, you know I'm, I'm I'm happy we're getting at least looked at. But it, it's unfortunate you made fun of me you know months ago like we can't even get our own Hard Knocks. I mean it it sucks, but yeah, the Chargers unfortunately are the team that LA yeah. But hey, Swamp Man, any, any last things you got to say before we get out of here? Yes, I got a couple of numbers that were seven in basketball. If that's what, if that's the way we're going, I will say at number thirty-seven in football would be Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison. Yeah. I think number six would be Thomas Morstead for the Saints because that's a punters and a kickers number. To be honest with you, but if you're talking number seven. John Elway is legit number seven, but in basketball, man, I got to go with four people. Pete Maravich, Mark Davis, Kenny Anderson, and Danny Ainge, and also Danny Danny Kukoc. Danny Ainge. Kukoc. I forgot about the big lefty. Yeah, yeah. Man, coming with the heat, Swampo. Hey, man, we appreciate you for coming on, man. Uh, The episode will be up tonight. You can share with your brother, share with your family. And, uh, yeah, man, appreciate you for watching and coming on. Yeah, well, all we got right now on TV is her Astros, so I'm stuck. (laughs) All right, man. Let me just clarify. Let me just clarify. Swampo does not like the Astros. He loves the Braves. Please, man. Hey, hey! Just beat on some trash cans while you watch the while you watch the Astros, man. You enjoy it. Oh man, I still wanted to like them, but you know, <laughs> after that, it was over with. All right, man. We I, I chat with you soon. All right, thanks, sir. All right, All right you too. And, and Chad, yeah, I don't know what he was talking about. About they don't have no weapons. I mean, that's why I had to cut him off and say, whoa, 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 like that was. I don't know what he was talking about. Hey man, when I I see what you're doing. Whenever you can get somebody on to say something positive about your guys, man, bring them <laughs> on. I get it. I get it. Last week we had a Charger fan on. It was crazy, and oh, you man. know, I, I see what he's doing. Shout out to the Cowboys for signing uh, Everson Griffin, former defense, uh, Pro Bowl defense. Falcon, what's up? What's up, baby? What's... NFC South, baby. NFC South. Let's do this. Yeah. What you got, baby? He's Talk a to me. Fan? Yeah. You know? How y'all doing? MVP Matt Ryan. Hey, I'm good, man. I'm just trying to make sure you all right. You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing fine, brother. Yeah, I'm doing fine. You just get, just getting off work? No, man. I'm on vacation all week. I'm going to LV tomorrow. You know, you, Shoot, you going where? With wife. Las Vegas. Vegas. Uh, okay. Yeah, hey, don't yeah. hurt. Don't hurt nobody, man. No, I ain't gonna hurt nobody. Plays a few basketball, best baseball. You know how I do it. Yeah. Let's talk about the rookie. Let's talk about Kenneth Murray at the Chargers. I got the Chargers winning the AFC West. That's my defense rookie of the year, Kenny Murray, Oklahoma, 4-5 speed, All-American. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Hey, so um, hey, so, so is he going to be chasing around Tyreek Hill? Is that, is no. That what do? We, got, we got Chris Harris Jr. We got Chris Harris Jr. So, I mean, oh, we got we – He's I mean, LeBron's age. Don't, we got Derwin James. How about that? Oh, he's yeah, Derwin James is back. Joey Bosa, the highest-paid defender ever. You know, and Let's I love uh, the other guy, Ingram. You set, baby. AFC Championship game. Let's go. Talk to me. <laughs> hey, 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 I got the Falcons in the NFC Championship game. Oh, oh boy. He, he, oh, boy. It all Matt makes Ryan, sense now. <laughs> oh, boy. He's picking third-place teams on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. What you got? Talk to old Doc, man. Hey, Bring it. You know, oh, we, 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 we just excited about the bubble, man. We're excited about the playoffs coming up. Dame Lillard's been playing crazy. 
Um, I mean, we got shoot, NFC, or NCAA. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen with that? I mean, and then you got and you got football. Obviously, you know, will, will we have a season? And if we do, I mean, it's not going to be the same because with, with no fans. Because what's the point of going and playing in in Foxborough or playing in Lambeau or Soldier Field or or wherever in Mercedes Benz Dome? Like, it's not the same anymore. Even some, here, that, some of those places. That's a very too. good point. Very good point, fellas. Let me weigh in on the bubble real quick. I, I mentioned Adam Shine. I got a problem with the Pelicans playing around with uh, Zion Williams. He's a big baby, man, baby fat. Everybody else is balling out, sweating. This guy's getting gassed at, after six minutes on Sunday. Can't even finish, missing free throws. I got a problem. You got some of the greatest players in NBA history, gentlemen, rolling over their graves because this 20-year-old guy with young legs, and we were all playing at one time. I played four games in one game on one time. And then he's out of shape, uh, gas, breathing hard. Look at Kobe Bryant. One of the greatest hard work ethic ever. You know, I grew up watching Wes Chandler, you know. I mean, not Wes Chandler, uh, uh, Wes Unsell, Bullets, you know, 6'8", 260, one of the MVP and rookie days. So there's no excuse for the Pelicans babysitting this guy, man. But what are you saving him for? And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I'm going rambling, but uh, Damian Lillard is my, my, my uh, player of the year in the bubble, man. You can make an argument for the kid in Phoenix. Devin Booker, yeah, yeah. Got. But Damian Lillard, who had 61 the other, that's the athlete, but a 51, you know, the previous game. I, I think the Lakers are in trouble relative to guard play, but the Lakers' size, gentlemen, will, will overtake uh, uh, Damian Lillard. But don't sell him short, because you got a double, triple team with this guy. With who? Uh, 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 Dion Waiters? Or, or, he's just going to go off. But you got three people over seven feet, gentlemen. The Lakers should win that one and, and, and handily, but Damian's going to have the numbers. Your take. Yeah, yeah, Damien, Damien's going to have the numbers, and that's fine. He can score 50. But the good thing about the NBA is the game is going to 110, 120. So as long as you can bottle up those other guys, make it tough for CJ, and don't let one of those bigs go off, Whiteside or uh, Nurkic, I think the Lakers yeah. I think the Lakers take care of them. Um, Damien will have a big series, but we're fine with that. As long as he doesn't get 10, 12 assists with his 50 points, that's a win for the Cause Lakers. Because you know he's going to put up 50. Like, yeah. Okay, who, who are we going to have that's going to run after him? I mean, I, t- I said this before. Like, some of our best defenders aren't going to be there. So, you're going to have KCP running after him. You're going to give J.R. Smith more time and have him Caruso. run after him. So, I mean, Caruso's the only one that can probably stick with him the best. But it's like... Well, I said this to Doc's point, too. You got three seven-footers down there. So, just crowd his space. Make him drive to the basket and make that's tough right. shots over big guys. You know the game. Yeah. yeah, that's right, gentlemen. Now the East, East. Who's coming out the East, fellas? Because don't sell on, don't don't fall short on Toronto. And they they wanted it, but this, uh, the Kyle Lowry's on a mission, man. You know, and uh, Jonas, Jonas is nice, man. And, and you talked you talked about it before, Marlon. One guy is not going to do it. I know they got Middleton, but uh, I, I think Toronto's going to come out the East, and the close second will be the Celtics. Jason Tatum and I, I, I got the, the I got I got the Celtics, but I will throw this out at you. Um, and, and you can answer this too first if you want. Um, does this say more about seeing the, the, the Raptors play the way they are and seeing how far they are? What are they, second, number two seed, I think, or whatever? Yeah, number two, so, yeah. yeah. So see, seeing how good they've been playing, does this say more about the team itself or how weak 
the East is with Kawhi being out. No, I I I can't say the East is weak, man. Not with the Pacers balling and and, and uh, uh, Milwaukee. Of course, you got Milwaukee. The East is not weak like in previous years, fellas. Uh, the Pacers. Look at the Nets with Joe Harris and those cats. The East. There's some competition in the East. I know the Nets are not going to make it, but I can't put it on the East being weak. Not like that. Okay, the top three teams, the Celtics, Bucks, and uh, uh, Toronto, can, can do some serious damage to the West. So I, I can't go there, Mon. I know what you're saying, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Pascal Siakam for the run, for the Raptors, and then, you know, I love Jason Tatum, who should have been a late over ball. That's another conversation, but I, I can't go there, you know, because Giannis is a beast, and you already know that. I know what you're saying, but... Uh, I, I just think Toronto's just balling, dog. Real talk. What you well, got, Marlon? Well, this is what I'll say. I'll, I'll say this about them minus Kawhi because I think that might have been where he was going a little bit more than, than taking mm-hmm. a shot at the East. Um, Kawhi is a really, 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 really good player. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's the kind of guy that can take a good team and put them over the top. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen Kawhi on a team that was missing the playoffs without him. Even this Clippers team, they were a good team before Kawhi got there. Yeah. That's so, a good point. Good so, point. So yeah. he's not one yeah. of these franchise he's, – he's, he's not LeBron. He's not a franchise changer. He, right. He's a really good player that can take a group of good guys and take them over the top, can make mm-hmm. the big shots at the end of the game, can guard the guy on the other team that, that's their best player, make mm-hmm. it tough on them. I think that's what Kawhi is. And, and that's yeah, what separates I agree. from me. He's not yeah. a franchise change, and I'm glad you brought that up because this guy here, and I have no respect for guys that take time off. No management. Our game management, time management, all that, man. That's why I got a problem with putting you all in New Orleans. I don't even want to mention his name no more. Look at all the rookies that are balling out. Look at all the guys that are balling out, the penalty ditches. So kind of quietly, even though he wanted it all, he's a skill set. I agree. He's not a franchise change per se. You know, uh, he's a great player, and I got to agree with you. But I'm always, I'm old school, man. I remember with guys, you know, 82 games. Look at Will. Will never missed a minute one season. You know, I'm a Chamberlain guy, Mark. You already know that. Hey, never I'm going I'm to just, just switch it up right now. And, and you, I didn't even text you about this, but I'm going to test your knowledge of the game. And then I'll get your finals prediction, and then we'll get out of here. Go ahead. Best player to wear number six. Go. Uh, I, I for to wear number six. I I, I gotta go with uh, uh, Bill Russell, man. Yeah, I, I I can't argue that Bill Russell, eleven titles in thirteen years. As much as I dislike the Celtics, because hate is a strong word. The guy was he shut down Will a couple of times. Well, they had a whole team. He didn't shut down Will, but eleven titles in thirteen years. That's enough said. Best player Bill to Russell. wear number seven. Number seven. Yeah. Uh. uh Right off the top of my head, because I'm a Michael Vick fan, but I'm going to say John Elway, two-ring Hall of Famer quarterback. You know, uh, you can make the argument even when those rings until Terrell Davis got there, but the cannon arm, Mel Kiper said he's a perfect 10 when he came out of Stanford in 83. I say John Elway, best ever to wear number seven. All right, all right. We like it. Well, might as well just do it. Best, Best player to wear number 36. 36, wow. Now you're making me think. Uh, off the top of my head again, let's go with Jerome Bettis, yep. Steelers. He yep. started with the Rams. I got to go with Jerome Bettis, fellas. The guy's a Hall of Fame. I think he's the fourth leading. Uh, I'll give a shout out to the big guy, man. Big fullback. Didn't run, didn't run past you, but run over you. Exactly. I mean, yeah. just a big boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Jerome Bettis. Yeah. And then la- last one, best player to wear number 30, with it being episode 37, best player to wear number 37. 
37. Ooh, wow. Testing uh, you, Doc. Uh, I'm testing you, Doc. Yeah. Best player to wear number 37. Uh, ooh, I'm going to go with your safety. Would yeah. Denny wear number 37 yep. for the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah, and it's only it's only about eight people yeah. ever to wear number thirty seven. So, <laughs> well, eight people yeah. that we know their names. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, Doc, man, we appreciate you for coming on, man. Is there anything uh, else you want to say before we get on out of here? Yeah, real quick, man. Um, the college football thing bothers me out here in the, in the West Coast because Pac twelve doctor. I, I'm an SEC fan. I'm from Georgia, gentlemen. You already know that. I, I admire Sankey for holding out. He's going to green light the medical people. Say, let's go. You know, because if you start putting football in the spring, you know, and four months later you're going to play in the fall, that's just too much football for these student-athletes. And I put quotes, student-athletes. So right. so what it's going to do, you know, you, you football in the spring, and then four months later you're going to kick it up again in September of 021. So I admire the SEC and the Big 12 and these other cats, you know, thank you. He said, we're going green light, you know. It's, it's, it's always going to be positive tests, but don't panic, you right. know. And that's, that's really all I got. I love you guys, man. I had to get it off my chest. Thank you. Hey, all right, man. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon, Doc. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, I'll say this, too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We get to the last call. Man, this was a good episode, man. We got to do more of these. No, we're not doing many hour and 20-minute episodes anymore. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Uh, you'll be um, all right. You're the boss. You can go to sleep. You know, for some of these college athletes, um, we hear a lot about you know, you know, guys not being taken care of outside of the season. Shaq went over 37? In Boston? Shaq he was 36. 36. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, go ahead. But I think this is going to actually force colleges to take care of these guys a little bit longer. We, we you know, you, you saw Jameis Winston and the crab legs, and, and we hear about guys stealing laptops, and, and we, we hear about updates to these scholarships and, and protocols and things like that. Mm-hmm. But – you know, this might this might work for some of those guys, man. They they get a little more focus on them for a longer period of time, taking care of them, um, catering to them. Not not saying they need to be catered, but let's be honest, man. NCAA sports is a billion dollar business, right? And these guys are still not being paid adequately. Um, so maybe this will get them, you know, a little more attention at least, if nothing else. Yeah. We know they're not going to class, so. Mm-mm. It's getting past, especially if you're a big-name person. And Esteban, let me clarify. I know the Clippers haven't been championship contenders, um, but they were a, uh, you know, they, they were in the playoffs consistently every year. And S, we're not going to start over. However, you can like, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Is he on the phone? Oh. No, he, he covered it. Yeah, so that's the thing. S Chad. No, no, no. I saw them. I thought you. I thought you had. No, 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 no. I'm awesome. about to call Austin right now. But S Chad, uh, Swampo. That's him right there. That's his nickname. Uh, Doc and Kerms. Like we all know each other. So, all right. So we get to the last call of the day. My God, brother. Um, he cusses a lot. So we'll see if he can stay cursing free. Uh, and Ant too. What's going Hello. on, Austin? How you doing, man? Oh boy, you sound like you in a tunnel. Or on the toilet. <laughs> Damn, it's not that bad. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta post that. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. You, bro. you good? With you, yeah, bro. you good, on, man. man. So, um, hey, Chargers Nation, man, we going Did you watch Hard Knocks last night? You, 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 you man, dude. Like, like I try to keep from cussing on the show. I know, but you, you, you do things like this. 
What's wrong with you? Oh, I'm just saying we you also, you, you were once Chargers also, Nations, right? Yeah, whatever. Also, before we start anything, y'all ain't gonna disrespect Tony Gwynn as one of the top five assets. Uh, I saw your comment Gwynn, about him being the Tony, most assist. Hey, Tony Gwynn led led he um he was the all time assist leader for Diego State. Yeah, you're right, but. I'm not going to say that because he also, you can see his underwear under his shorts when he played. So that was before my time. Um, but you're not going to, you're not going to disrespect Tony Gwendo. He was a two sport athlete at the, at the school and ball. All right. Well, shoot. I'll, I'll ask you top five, uh, at top five Aztecs of all time. I'm going to go my dude, Malcolm, Malcolm always. And he's going to be up there. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, Kawhi, obviously. Okay. Marshall Falk. Yeah. Marshall Falk is at the top of the list. Absolutely. Um, uh, Jamal Franklin. Jamal, okay. And um, was that was that I said I said Kawhi, Kawhi. Mac, um, Falk, Tony Gwynn. Franklin, Tony Gwynn. Yeah, those those are my five. Okay. I'm not all mad right. at that list. All right. All right. I'm not mad at that list at all. Um, but let me say something, man. Let me let me get this out there. For the record, I think you guys are going to be better. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be way better than the Chargers this year. Um, oh, gonna, gonna be more I, I believe that. Going to be more exciting I, to watch. Um, you guys have a quarterback, even though I'm not very high on him. He's just got a bunch of weapons around him. Uh, I'll let you finish. However, say you want a toilet again? Back up. He's better than Tyrod. Well, this is what I was going to say, though. Kyler's better than Tyrod? Yes, absolutely. I I do think, however, that the Chargers will have more wins. So it's going to be hard for my argument to work just because your division is so damn hard. Listen, uh, the the, uh, 49ers, Seahawks, and Rams are are good good teams. They they might all make the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah, it might. Uh, Kansas City, San Diego, and the Broncos all made the playoffs. It, it, it might be, it might, it might be like that in NFC West. Hey, are you, are you talking? Are you, are you talking on a headset or anything? Or I am. Yeah, take take that off because it sounds. Can't. You can't take the headset off. Nah, my microphone don't work. You got one of them truck driver headsets. <laughs> my microphone, my microphone don't work. Your microphone don't work. Okay, all right, that's what we're working with. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll put it to you like this. I think that you have a great offensive core now. However, you ain't going to be able to use it if your quarterback's on his back the whole game. All I'm saying is the dude is not even taller than Drew Brees, and everybody knows Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. They're all short quarterbacks. Kyler is, and I'm a short guy. He's a little bit taller than me, maybe. So just, hey, 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 I, I, didn't, I didn't interrupt you, Austin. I didn't interrupt you, toilet phone. So all I'm saying is I, I, I want Kyler to do good. I really do. However... You know, it's you get you have all these weapons around you. If they don't make accurate plays to allow you to get out the pocket, it's gonna be a wash. Um, I'll, but, I'll add this real quick. But last year, last year he didn't he didn't have a a, a, a okay year with without D Hop. Yeah, he did, and and I don't know if Marlon meant to do this, but in downing your quarterback, he named two Super Bowl champions to to compare him to. So that's 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 what he did. That's what he did. 
Yeah, no, both of them. Russ. Well, yeah, but he's like, not. Like, all, all I'm saying is for height. I, okay, all right, I'll give you that. All I'm saying is <laughs> height, height wise. Or something like that. Height, height wise. Yeah, height wise. All I'm saying is. It, you have a now. Drew Brees obviously has an arm. Russell Wilson is the total package. Kyler, we know he's not there yet. Does he have the potential to get there? Yes, but it's not. It's it's not going to be there yet. However, you throw too many weapons, you know, on the team. Now he's going to be forcing the ball and and doing a little too much, which would go ahead. Murray is a is a half inch shorter than your quarterback. <laughs> Tyrod. Tyrod His quarterback's is quarterback's name is Tyrod. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrod, Justin, I mean, man. He, Anyways, he is a half inch shorter than your quarterback. Did so you did you, you just look did did, did, did did you just look that up? But, so I could no no no. I know Tyrod from Buffalo. But listen, he, that one, yeah. he like you you saying all of this stuff, and Kyler is still better than your quarterback. Pew pew pew. Look, he's typing. He, I'm, he's I'm, typing I'm, hard I'm, on that computer right now. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find his height. Tyrod Taylor's height. Tyrod is six one. Kyler. Kyler Murray is. Kyler is five ten. So so boom. You're already starting off. You're for one with stats. Ooh, ooh, so seven, yeah. Not six one. Hey, any, okay. I, I'll call that. I call that round a tie because you said he was an inch taller than you. That's well, no. You, well, you know they give him. They, you know they give him extra, extra inches. Pause. Yeah, pause. You know they do. Anyways, uh, so so with this uh, NBA bubble, uh, Austin. Obviously, we're we're Lakers fans. So um, I I'll be honest with you. I'm very nervous about the potential. Listen, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't want to play Portland. That, that's, oof, man, that, I mean, but it's looking like they they control their own destiny for the most part. So they mess around and win that playing game. It's it's gonna be ugly because no Rondo, no no Avery Bradley. I mean, it's I'm not Portland though. The thing with Portland, they don't play defense. So, so you you get into a seven game series with them. Yeah, Dame is gonna ball because it's Dame. But CJ has been battling injury, and who else? uh, Melo Melo Melo's been balling. So not much that, but. I still can't. I name. I know. I know three of their starters, and I can't name all five of them. So that's why they don't really worry me for the Lakers. Um, I, I would be more worried if uh, is, is Hood still playing? Any hurt? Any Rodney Hood hurt? I haven't Ooh, seen. I don't Rodney even know. He was at Duke. I think Rodney Rodney Hood is still hurt. She so like, if, if if he was still playing, I would be more like worried about it. But you never want to. Go into that first round where you gotta go into a seven game series and you're just going back and beating each other up. Well, this you never is, want to do that. This is why I can't take Celtics coming out the East because if I if I remember correctly, they got the Sixers in the first round, right? Yeah, but yeah, the playoffs are set, this. so we can ben look at Simmons, this. Now. Ben Simmons is hurt. Oh yeah, and, I'm, no, and and ben on top Simmons of that, is and, 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 and beat us too. He sat out the second half. He didn't want to play because he was his, his ankle. Like it, so, no, it's that I'm not. I'm, I'm not even worried about the Sixers. Honestly, if we play the Sixers. I, well, not we, but if the Celtics play the Sixers, I'd be happy because that team is falling time apart. Up, time up. Did you just we the, the the Celtics? I, I yeah, did. I, I did. did. I did yeah. mainly because I'm a huge Jason Tatum fan and. 
it was a. I don't. Was, I don't. I don't care as a as a Laker fan. That's blasphemous. Ever, hey, you you don't you don't talk never. to me about about switching teams and changing teams and saying we and this and that. You were a Chargers my, fan for the longest, were you not? Yeah, then they moved to my city. So, hey, where's your loyalty? There, there's that. Where's your in, loyalty? In Austin's defense, he went to the Cardinals. <laughs> He's not saying the Chargers arch rivals. I know. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say we. But anyways, all right, go ahead. What else you got? Yeah, so I got so, a question uh, for you, Austin. What's that? Do you think there will be a college football season? Uh, honestly, um, I don't. I just saw that the Big Twelve put out their schedule for for the season, but you got like the Pac twelve. That's the only team I. Right? It's the only conference I really care about. Um, they canceled their season. Nobody Mountain West all. canceled their Mountain West canceled their season. So it's they like, have a football. They have football you're teams. Gonna have, <laughs> you gonna have a cascade of conferences canceling their season. And like y'all were talking about earlier, you can't play Alabama at home and and not have your fans there. Yeah, that's that's a that's, recipe for that's, disaster. We, you, that's when just five stars are playing against two and three stars. It's not a good matchup. No, nah, you do, you don't do that. Like the um, it, these teams that's playing Alabama aren't going to be Appalachian State at Michigan. Like that happens once every fifty years. And that, that it type happens, of thing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But even then, you're playing in front of a, a hundred thousand people. That that does something. Whether it makes you the villain or whether it lifts you up. Yeah. Uh, Oh, but even though with Appalachian State, though, they had a bunch of five-star recruits that couldn't get grades. So they were better than than most of these other right, right. Uh, non-Power 5 conference teams. Right. But speaking, you, speaking um, of non-Power 5 yeah, conference, I want to give a quick shout-out, man, to um, my guy, Brandon Harvey, played at Villanova, won a national championship. Yeah. And also, one of my boys, man, somebody brought up um, – Somebody brought a Weber State. Somebody brought a Weber State? It was in the group chat. Well, anyway. My boy Terrell Cloud went to Weber State. That's who I was about to shout out. My boy T Cloud. What's up, T Cloud? Um, T Cloud and and my boy from... from um... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Marlon's daughter just ran in, in, upstairs. Um, what's my boy's name from, from the Drew League? You know the Hooper I'm talking about. He also played at um, Weber State with with D. Lillard. You boy? mentioned him. I know. You I can't mentioned think of his name right now. Never mind. But shout out to T. Cloud, Mission Bay. I know he's one of y'all guys. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, other than that, Austin, you got anything else before we uh, wrap this episode up? Uh, shoot, y'all. Um, y'all took my college question, but. Um... Y'all think they're going to finish out the MLB season? It's, if, if I'm just being honest, it seems like they're kind of getting over. If you see a team that gets hit with COVID for a little bit, it seems like they're somewhat, like, I don't want to say snapping back, but just kind of getting back to playing and stuff. Because the Marlins, they, they were out what? like it w- they, had, they had 16 players, which doesn't make sense. Listen, <laughs> only nine players can play at a time. It, you hey, got sixteen. It, sixteen. Coach, coaches too. So on the active roster. 
for baseball. So you got 16 of your players <laughs> with, with it. Like, you can't – what are you doing? Hey, man, I, I'm glad you brought up baseball. Shout-out to Corey Thompson. I didn't know, bro, once we were state, but shout-out to Corey, too, you know, Spring Valley Zone. Um, and me and Corey grew up together, man. But talking about baseball, Young G. the coach from the Oakland A's who was, saw, who was caught on tape – in the handshakes Dude. after the game, Frank Nitty. There we go. But the, 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 coach, the, the coach who 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 was saw giving the Nazi Nazi salute um, in the handshake line after getting a win. Ain't nothing happened to him. Huh? Nothing happened to him. Nothing. At least I haven't heard of it yet. This is we a problem, heard. bro. This is why they, they so- need to they need to treat him like they treated Deshaun Jackson, like they treated Nick Cannon, like they need to treat them just how. They need to treat them, they coach how they treated those those brothers. No man, they, that, don't make, he needs to have even more responsibility. He's a coach. You're a coach. You're right. You're right. But He's like, but at the very least, you need and, to like not just acknowledge it because like acknowledging it is like yeah, hey, it happens. But like you need to reprimand this person, something and, tough. And, like fire fire that guy. Exactly. Don't let him don't let him be in the MLB for like like say ever two year ban from the MLB. Hey. Hey, if if anti-Semitism is so bad, which I believe it is, it has to happen, man. I I, I want to. No, it, it, it absolutely has to happen because you're not. First of all, he was talking about he just made a he just did a sign just because. Like, first of all, you have to deliberately do that. Yes. Like nobody ever is just like, hey, let me put up the Nazi sign ever. And, that, and that is something. That's a deliberate action. And you you got if. You know, they went hard on Deshaun Jackson, and that's why I came on the show and defended him so hard. Because in situations like this, bro, when it's the, the shoe is on the other foot, it gets swept under the rug. And Exactly, because you got, like, Bradley Cooper doing all types of N-words with the hard ERs, and he got paid more money. Yep. You got to you, – you have to set the standard for these white um, players and coaches and everything – same way that you come down on the black co- players and coaches. I was like, a, you I, can't, you, you, you know, I was one of the, what? I was one of the ones that was just saying like, I, although it would, it wouldn't happen. Like he doesn't need to get suspended. You know, he just needs to get, he just needs to get fired. Like this dude shouldn't have a job. And I, I think it was no, in our, shouldn't. I think it was in our group chat. And I was like, he needs to be fired. And it was like, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. And this is the thing that the A's did. The A's came out so fast because it was on sports center like I think like Thursday or Friday morning, and and I was just I, I posted it on my social media, and and but the fact that they got out on it so fast to just bring awareness to it, but I'm thinking action is gonna follow and nothing happened. It's like all right, something doesn't add up now. If if, if like you said with Deshaun Jackson or somebody black came out and said something, you know it's you know you guys are on it. You know, Man, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Think about it. He he's over here doing Nazi signs and whatnot. And all Kaepernick did was kneel in protest. So it's like which gotta, knee was which knee was worse? Like you got one. One is is really offensive to people, and one is like, hey, I'm bringing awareness to something. Right. But they decide that oh, this black man doing that that is that's a problem. We can't have you disrespecting our flag, which is never about the flag. But it's not the time. Oh, he's he's genuinely sorry for this. That's how that's how it works, bro. I'm gonna take it a step further. Deshaun Jackson was on Twitter 
This man did this on a baseball field during a major league baseball thinking, game. Probably thinking no cameras with, around. With, with national, no, with, with nationally televised cameras on him. So, I, like, it doesn't. Even nobody, happen. nobody else has anything to watch right now but sports, and this is what he did in front of people. Deshaun did something at home with nobody watching. They, you had to search to find it. He did this at work, bro. <laughs> like he went in the office and was racist. Did a racist act. Like and, 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 and what's, what's crazy about that? So you have you have these people um, calling the cops on black people, right? And they're getting fired for doing this obviously racist thing. But he is on national TV in front of people and everybody, obviously doing this terrible racist thing, anti-Semitic thing. And he didn't—he not even a, a slap on the wrist. It's crazy, bro. It's you crazy. Got, it is. It is. It, 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 it absolutely. They—they they bring awareness and then they call it a day. But hey, Austin. Uh, other than that, man, you know we we about to get on out of here. Marlon's been giving me some uh, some looks. I, I told him we'd be done 50 minutes ago. And Listen, uh, he, he he wants to get 45 minutes shows. 40? No, he he want to get 30. He wants, Listen. but I'm trying to tell him. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to tell him. I'm like, look, there's too much that goes on in sports for us to limit. We only record once a week, so we have a limit of 30 minutes to try to get all of this, all of these topics in. And and you know, I understand we're not famous. We're not you know the the Breakfast Club, whoever. Like you know, I understand that, but. However, it's too much stuff that goes on, and on top of that, we have a lot of people, we have a lot of followers that, and we're growing. So people just want to get on and talk for a little bit, and but it's it's one hundred percent my fault because I thought I can get like six, seven people in in forty five minutes, but you know, hey, problem is not forty. I say let's plan for a thirty minute episode because I know it'll take forty five. When we plan for a forty five minute episode, it's going on an hour thirty seven now. That's, that's, that's my what fault. I'm saying. It's that's my all. Fault. That's all. I was on time. Oh, oh, hold on, toilet. Okay, hold on. Say that I'm, one more time. I'm, I'm, phone. I said, speaking. There speaking we go. Of the numbers. There we go. The numbers. Number six. Let's go. I'm a. I'm gonna go Dr. J. Because listen, I'm. I'm a Laker fan. I love the Lakers. I'm. I'm not a LeBron person, so I'm gonna go Dr. J. Okay. Um. 36, y'all ain't going, uh, y'all, nobody said nothing like this. I'm going to go with Sheed, Rasheed Wallace. Oh, I thought he was 30. Um, no, he was 36. He was 30. Celtics, right? Yeah, he was 36. I'm going to go Sheed. But Port- go Portland Sheed, Portland Sheed was 30. That was the, that was the Sheed. Okay, but Sheed but I, was 36. Okay, you, you might as well pick Shaq. <laughs> no, I will not pick Shaq. <laughs> Let's pick Boston Shaq. <laughs> seven is seven is rough because I, I I debated between Melo, Vic, and Elway, but I'm gonna go Elway because Elway got the championships. And Elway, I mean, unfortunately, Elway's Elway, even though he's in my division. Or whatever. He yeah, was, I'm gonna go Elway. He, and, 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 and unlike other quarterbacks, like who won the championship back to back years, like he did and then retired, mm-hmm. like Elway actually produced those two years. Okay. Of course, he had Terrell Davis, but he actually produced. Right. And then Thunderstorm is Rodney Harrison. That's yeah. not even the question. Yeah. Hey, so uh, I'm glad you said that, man. You are you are more of a Charger fan than Marlon. I, I just like I just like Metal World Peace, man. He was he, he said Metal World I, I, Peace. I, I would I wouldn't give 
run our test that the best at anything. The best hey, at, he at, the, at he be, be, halftime. The best at throwing bows. He He's the best He's interview. The best at, Kobe passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. All right, last question, Austin. Finals prediction. Who you got? I don't trust Milwaukee. So I'm going to go with with, with Boston because, yeah, I don't see uh, Kyle Allen. Out here playing well. He's he gonna, he gonna have one good game every five, six games. That's, that's what he does. No, nah, but, but he, it's, it's, it's playoff time coming up, so he's not going I to excel. And, and Kawhi's not there. And yeah, so I'm gonna go Boston. Okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my Laker fandom up. I'm gonna say the Lakers gonna make it. I, 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 I knew both was a play with JR and, and, and Dion. Where's the phone? But I'm I'm still going with with the Lakers. Austin, I tweeted this about maybe two years ago, and I think it was when we 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 I think we almost got LeBron, or it was something like that. But I, I tweeted, I said, give it two to three years, the Lakers and the Celtics will be in the finals again. And this is the second year, and obviously, well, next year will be the third year. So I do think we will see the Lakers and the Celtics uh, in the finals this year. Either this year or next I mean, year. LeBron got a well, window. Hey, if you say it every year, it's bound to happen sooner or later. No, I said in two or three years. Like So either this year or next year, I think it will happen. No, nah, but I, I think the NBA would really want the Lakers and Celtics to be in the finals this year. Especially in this, this weird circumstance of a season. Well, I tell they would you, want their, their two marquee teams to be in the finals. I tell you guys what. <laughs> if you guys... If the Celtics don't make it this year, with a healthy KD coming back and a healthy Kyrie, <laughs> them, yeah, boys, yeah, them boys can kiss the finals goodbye. You but I see, mean, you're gonna see Milwaukee. But even if, still Milwaukee, you, you'll see Milwaukee if Giannis is still there against the the, the Nets for the next four years, five years in the finals. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I don't, I don't, I don't give. I don't think Kyrie is going to last anywhere. Like he. I don't, I don't trust him as and that's, like an, like the emotional person of who Kyrie is. Like he's and, not somebody that's going like because they were they were uh, interviewing Tibbs for uh, Tibbs for the uh, for the next coaching job, right? Could you see Kyrie being coached by Tibbs? No, but I don't think Tibbs is a good coach either. I think okay, so you put okay put Tibbs on the net though, and that's their coach, like. Yeah. First of all, he's doing what out of his star players. I think Tibbs. Kyrie ain't doing that. I think Tibbs is a great guy to have second or third on your bench behind a really good offensive coach. He's I, not. I, I, I don't really think he's like a good him. head coach. Like he hasn't. What has he done? I like. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good, really, really good coaches that haven't won anything. But I think Ooh. he's a really, he's a really good coach. Yeah. <laughs> Name him. Ooh. Ooh. Let me think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's not that good. He, he has. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's great. I'm just prime saying he's a pretty good coach. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, and that, no. this is just me. I prefer him over Jason Kidd. That's just me. Why? That, that that's just me. <laughs> Why? That's just me. You, just did you, just, yeah, just did you see? Did you see Giannis's progression with Jason Kidd? Bro, he. That's just hey, me, man. Now, now I like, 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 like Tibbo. You, you potted now. You pod now. 
Hey, nobody gonna give Jason Kidd the credit, but you see him handling the ball and bringing it coast to coast and doing all that. Giannis, on, couldn't, man. Giannis couldn't even you, catch the ball and chew gum at the you, same time before Jason you Kidd. Gotta, you gotta be kidding me. He, he totally changed everything that Giannis is in his three years in Milwaukee. That's good. That's why Giannis was so mad that they fired him. Yep. And that is why he probably won't stay there in free agency. But... <sighs> But anyways, Austin, we appreciate you for coming on. Both up, as always. You know, you've been you've been solid. You've been loyal. Get up out of here. Get up out of here. Get up out of here. All right, man. Let's see. And and y'all built a y'all gentrified a neighborhood in L.A. So y'all are terrible. Y'all are terrible. Oh wow. You still you still in L.A. Right? Terrible. Y'all gentrified. Y'all gentrified. All the black people out of L.A. Out of Inglewood. So y'all are terrible. So there's that. All right. Well, good luck. If I hear you call it I would, we're going to have problems. I would? <laughs> now, now I know what to do to get under your skin. I thought the Clippers were doing that. Oh, I think his headset. <laughs> Did you hang up on him? <laughs> I didn't hang up on him. No. His headset went out. Well, man. But yeah, woof. Say the outro. I'm going home. I know. I just y'all thank, might get this on YouTube on Sunday. Yeah, and all right, <laughs> I, and I'm sending that straight to Richie too. Um, nah, Rich, for Richie because he said he gonna send me the jersey. I'm gonna have this up. He didn't say that. He did. You sure? Yeah, he said he got me. Don't oh, hate. Yeah. I'm not gonna steal one from you, him. You realize this is probably the only. I don't even think he has another one because I took this one here. You know. No, I don't. It don't have to be Aztecs. He oh, you just want jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I need to. to that's the thing. Okay. Like, I need. Your, your plaque that you got, I'm taking that. Um, no, not. Now you can't come. Up I'm gonna try to get one of Brian's uh, jerseys if he still has any more. Uh, I'm, I'm just getting. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit Brian he, up. I gotta go. I gotta go damn. fight pops for it. Anyways, yeah. So uh, we got another guy that's coming in next week. <laughs> I've been working on. <laughs> oh, I did. Hey, I think I he did, bro. I think he hung up on you, Austin. I, I thought it was I thought it was a headset. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my fault, man. Hey, the headsets be dying, man. When the headset died, the whole phone cut off, man. Hey, that's I didn't mean to. That's my fault. But um, the headset died. I didn't mean to. <laughs> hey, the headsets when they, hey, when they die. But anyways, I, we're clocking off, guys. Yeah. it's an hour. It's an hour over Ooh. what I signed up for today. I gotta go back to work in the morning after this hour drive. Uh, I'm hey. You like it or not, I'm playing this outro and you can't do nothing about it. I bet it don't make it on YouTube. You can hear it in my case. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah. oh, this jerk is making on YouTube. What's up, bro? It's overnight. Now I take you know how to give it a These women come forth, family, God's in his paper. Never judge before you love. Guilty before innocent when you're the same color Yo, go, as us. Go shout out. Go look up. Uh, uh, Slim Lucho on iTunes. Wherever you get your music from, same place you can listen to us on iPod, Spotify, Spotify. Spotify. You here, bro? Slim Bucho. Peace. I'm out. You stealing my stuff? I'm out. I'm so proud of you and all of your accomplishments. I didn't mean to. I didn't. I didn't try to do it. Made my own way. I don't need no handouts. Tell a nigga no. Now he not your man now. The hate starts showing. You hear it in they quotes. Niggas be confused. Claiming that they no. woke. 
2020 luxury. Because with I got the, the guy coming over. Love out the A1 who stuck with me. I told you to do that. I'm not in fuck with me. Gotta love.